1: will it open up for him, dead centre of the road, he could possibly get there, he's falling in a good place as well, Mark Cavendish is going to do it, oh, he's done it, he's done it! That is unbelievable in so many ways, what drama and what a winner, what a hero, both Van Moor and of course Mark Cavendish. If anyone was going to beat Ben Van Moor, you wanted it to be Mark Cavendish, and so it has proven to be. That is so special. Unbelievable.
2: The first of our Bradley Wiggins Show podcasts on tour, Brad. The day after Mark Cavendish took the stage, stage four, the Tour de France, an electric finish. We're recording uh, from the south of France, from our villa in quarantine. Seems fitting that yeah. that's the first thing that we touch on. Colton Kirby's commentary there, I think... Um, speaking for us all, the emotion, the delight uh almost overwhelming mm. yeah, I mean, um still trying to put it all into context, really
1: it's um i mean i never I never stopped believing in him, and I always thought he could do this we have been saying for years it's been saying for days that he could do this. he's still one of the fastest men in the world. he's proved that this year um, I don't know, I mean, it's just. The emotion, everyone, I mean, I don't think there's a person within certainly the British cycling community um, around Eurosport, people we know, the um, people like Adam Blythe, um, Brian Smith, of course, Orla um, spoke to her last night. It's, uh, it's just the joy is brought to everyone, not for us for personally, but for him, you know, it's more seeing what it meant to him with the tears at the end. Um, I sent a message to his wife last night because I know what um, they've been for as a family. Mm.
2: Um, She's been his biggest supporter. Um, And so many people around him as well. I mean, we saw video after video yesterday coming from the Koenig Quick Step of the the, the people, the mechanics, um, the people behind the scenes that you don't necessarily see all the time. We've worked worked with Cav for
1: years. Cav means a lot to a lot of people um, as a a human, let alone a cyclist. Um, He's just... I don't know. It's one of those funny ones, you know, seeing him actually do it and believing it is a different thing. You know, I think we've all believed he could still do it. So I, always, I said it was never in doubt, but at the same time, to pull it off and execute it, I think that's where the sort of, the disbelief comes from mm. in, in trying to soak it up and, and still being in shock is you believe in his ability to be able to do that. But when it's, it's, it's the execution, having seen all the crashes that happened the day before, and coming through that. And the day before was a disappointment because he got caught behind a crash and he wasn't able to take part in that sprint. But there was a positive in it, in that. He stayed out of trouble. He stayed out of trouble because I spoke to him last night. He rang me and he's, he said, I've never been so happy to not ha- have been involved in that sprint mm. because he thinks he'd have been on Caleb's wheel because that's the wheel he would have chosen. And Caleb went down and he'd have gone over the top. So that would have been a terrible way to leave the tour. It's almost the delayed gratification as well of when you were talking about. Well, I think it's past. his belief. Yeah, don't worry, there's another opportunity tomorrow. Yeah, and, and knowing and that, will my come. God, what what a way to execute it yesterday! I'm so f***ing happy
2: for him. I really am. It was. Uh, he's a lovely guy.
1: I love him to bits, and he's just. Um, means a lot to him, yeah. He talks I mean, about
2: it being a fairy tale, and you've talked about it being a script, this yeah. Tour de France so far, the first, well, the first three stages before yeah. yesterday, and it giving us exactly what we would have wanted if you could have written it, Philippe in yellow on day one, Matthew van der Poel uh, taking yellow, um, and then coming to the first sprint stage, and, and we uh, and us all thinking, uh, look, is Cav the fastest in the race? Yesterday, he proved that at the moment he yeah. is. Um, but stage three didn't give us what we wanted in terms of the the Cav win. We had to wait for it. In a way, I mean, to me, that's that's almost that's almost better that, yeah. that we've had to we've had to just hang on that little bit longer for that fairy tale. Yeah,
1: and and I think in some ways it's quite nice that it's a time trial today because he gets to enjoy that day and just ride round at his own pace. He's not going to win it. He's not going to get um, time delayed. Um, he can really soak up the day, and he could have soaked that evening up last night. It's always meant to be. Um, and then refocus because if it had been another sprint stage today he's got you know we're having expectations coming up. can he win again and I think it's nice that he just gets a day of just whoo, chilling taking the pressure off because I think he can win another three or four stages in this race my
2: son said that to me last night he says I think he can win another four do we, so do we think there's six more sprint stages between uh, here I and I the Champs-Élysées I think Chans he can Alize. win another three of those yeah you
1: know barring crashes this that, and the other and you know God, should we say it Paris yeah number five on, on the Champs-Élysées but look one step at a time um, he, you know he's uh. He needs to enjoy this moment, and we all need to enjoy it for him and for us. The joy he gives us and has given us over 13 years since his first stage win in the Tour de France. He's and in green as well. Yeah, I mean, didn't even realise that till he got off the so bus. Yeah, by, by of, class, of, of which, which is his colour. Yeah, and on his rightful full shoulders, um, and what, it's it, it's his yellow jersey that, if you like. So to you know, I just I just think of like sitting and watching him crying in again last year, and having to do a live piece on the studio after watching that. Watching one of your best friends, someone's like a brother to me, in tears because it might be the end of his career, and here we are, eight months on or whatever it is, and he's won a stastius for France. He's got the green jersey.
2: Out sprinting in the end, Nasser Buhani and Jasper Philipson, who is Albertson Phoenix's man, um, instead of Tim Merlier yesterday to the line. Cav said he had fire in his eyes. Um, and now, given what we've seen so far in the Tour, so many um, smash-ups, so many crashes, so many people unable to stay on their bike, it's a real brave thing to go for a sprint anyway. But in that context, having the guts to really go for it, because you're shoulder to shoulder. Um, yeah. me, me and podcast Pete watching, we were we sort of almost t- took your breath away for a second there, thinking, yeah. oh, hold on a second, is, is, is he going come to come to blows with Phillips in here in the same way that we saw no,
1: but that's um, Mark. Sagan? Mark, and, that's and, why Mark's
2: the best sprint in the world. He's done it 31
1: times he's come through that yeah. carnage in the Tour de France alone, let alone all the other races. I think he's won 153 stage races. Yeah. Yeah. 31 times. In a tour. To win one stage in the Tour de France is... so make is a rider's like, career. Yeah. yeah. To come through that carnage and, and chaos 31 times shows how good it is. How many times he's been second? How many times he's been third in a stage? You work it out. We'll do the maths later, actually, yeah, yeah, and yeah. put it out in the pod tomorrow. But that shows you the type of putting yourself through that fear, the chaos avoiding crashes, the focus it takes during those stages to go across the line 31 times. It's it's a bit like boxing, you know, getting 31 KOs, 31, you know, Floyd Mayweather to go through 49 fights undefeated. It's, it's, it's just, and and I think the other stage we watched the other day with the crashes and, and someone, you know, Melier coming through at the end and winning that and getting through all that chaos. Mm. Um, People were aghast at it, weren't they? And it brought new viewers to the sport. And I think people were like, wow, this is incredible. This is like a war zone. It's chaotic. But you, Cav's come through that 31 times. I it shows reading, how good he
2: is. It, reading it, it shows how good he is. Reading an interview with Andre Greipel talking about as you get older as a sprinter. So Greipel's still in the race as, as well for Israel Startup yeah. Nation. He's at 38. At one time, Greipel was his biggest rival. Yeah. Um, Greipel said, "Look, as you get older as a sprinter, as you get into your thirties, and you've got you've got your family commitments, and you, it, that sort of stuff starts to play on your mind, and, yep. you st- and you don't feel that same sort of sense of invincibility, and and you know, nothing but the line going yep. through your head. All of this other stuff starts to play, and, and how fragile you are on the bike, yep. all starts to play on your mind as a sprinter. So for Cav at 36 now, yeah, to to put all that with to the mind, family he's got, with the family he's got." You know, he's he's got nothing left to prove to anybody, and yeah. yet he's still doing it, and he's able to push all of that to one side. And he's, he's and able to power three. Five years after his last stage winning the tour. Yeah. All, all, of, all of which is, it, it all builds to the most incredible yeah. story. Lacquer's collective cover is made especially for cyclists. This is bicycle insurance made for everyone, from Grand Tour winners to cyclists hitting the pedals for the first time lacquer has transformed traditional insurance with no more fixed upfront premiums instead your monthly contributions are based on the collective's claims that month meaning you could pay nothing if nobody claims your max monthly price is capped but the savings are all yours claims are handled by lacquer's team of cycling experts and usually agreed within a day with no depreciation or excess the bradley wiggins show listeners can get their first 30 days free Head over to www.lacker.co and sign up using the code Wiggins. Can we talk a little about a little bit about the way he did it as well? Because he Morkov dropped him off, and he still had an awful lot to do to surf his way through the wheels in front of him. I, th- I think he went he went past nine riders even after um, his final leadout man dropped him off there for the sprint. He had an awful lot to do, and then it was a real grind, um, sort of mano on mano with with Philipson um, yeah. before proving that at the moment he's the fastest in the race
1: he ducked and dived he's the best at the world at that he can you know there's no one more experienced at sprinting than cav he knows where to place himself he's and and also you know you've got to remember that the sprinters that would have been looking for Cav's wheel you know but it almost like the sea opened up it was like the parting of the waves for him right at that last minute is he going to get through and then it just opened up and there was a perfect little bend in the in the finish straight and he picked the sort of inside of it the too. The whole riders, that, and Mark came
2: out of it. Yeah, you, you didn't see him, did you? And, and then it was all of a sudden great. he was a he popped out.
1: You know, And it almost looked where the camera positioning that he's going to fall short, because we saw where the guy who got caught, the lotto rider, 350 metres to go, 200 metres to go. Brent, Brent, Brent Van Moore. And as we th- it, it almost looked as if the camera was stationed on the finish line, and he wasn't going to run second. Yeah. And then it went to another shot, round the corner, and it's like, oh, shit, there's 100 metres to go, and he is going to do it. It was brilliant.
2: A word for Brent van Moor out there as well, the Lotto Soudal rider, yeah. um, the, the solo breaker. Thank you for not spoiling off the front. Thank you for not spoiling the script. Thank you for not having the legs to finish it off. But, <laughs>
1: but on, the, look- on, the, on the on the other side, of that mate, that was a f-
2: valiant effort. It looked like he might do it too. It yeah. was it was touch and go. Thank there God he did for a bit. <laughs> Thank God he didn't. Graham, all ghosts.
1: Um, uh, let's end on do you want want me to end on a lovely quote Mark said to me
2: well the the quote I was going to give you was this race has given me the life I've had and I've given it the life I have which I think sums his relationship up with the Tour de France and and how it defines him in such a way really beautifully he said to me on the phone I'm almost thinking Brad i stop there alright just go home call it it quits there mic drop career everything Yeah. yeah 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 As, yeah, but that's in his post-reflective like you know. yeah all this stuff's going to play on your mind and I, I
1: said don't do that he says you you can ride for another 10 years now you've, you've done it you know just
2: in your presence is enough yeah. alright well we hope he doesn't go home plenty plenty more plenty more still to win for Cav uh, you and me have got the time trial to go and catch up with today yes so we'd better go and do that let's do it let's have a swim first